Hello and welcome to another episode of Disclosure Nation. I'm your host, Nashawn Garrett. Basically, this podcast is about me learning certain things about life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, history, the Constitution, God, spirituality, and all these other different things right now. I am learning, and uh, we are going to be going over the Constitution, the preamble to the Constitution, which is just basically the thesis statement of why the Constitution was written. And I, I wanted to point this out because it, it's always stuck in my head. Whenever I think about the law, whenever I think about civil statutes or statutory yep, statutes, uh, these things that people... These authorities, these powers are um, essentially enforcing, enforcing against its constituents, against the people that, um, that aren't crimes. And I think that the best definition of a crime, as we see in criminal law, is if someone has injured another person or has injured another person's property... Um, if you have infringed upon the rights, liberty, and or property of another person, that is a crime. And that is not something that you can consent to be enforced against you. If you hurt someone else with uh, physically hurt an, another flesh and blood person or physically destroy some of their property, then you will be held accountable by the law, and that's right. And that's a good thing. If we want freedom in this life, we will need to be responsible for ourselves. Freedom is done internally. It's a conscious work. And you must be responsible for your actions. You must be responsible for your thoughts, your words, your deeds. Because... We must understand that rights, although they are backed up by the Constitution, rights don't come from the Constitution. Our rights come from God, right? And these, this is one of the aspects of the Constitution. This Everyone has memorized this, that we hold these truths to be self-evident, that it's self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed with certain unalienable rights, right? So these rights are what we are born with. They are intrinsic to our character and our position as human beings created by God. They are given to us by a sovereign creator um, who exists above uh, our law, our understanding, and... That is to say, I mean, that's not what we're going to get into today, but it's important that we understand that the source of our freedom is God. He is the creator and the source of all, all of our freedom. Whoever creates rights um, can also uh, demand of those people, of those persons who use those rights, um, they can demand of them certain um yeah, they can demand certain things of them, certain boundaries. And so when we have these rights that are given to us, it is basically to say to God, well, 
I'm not going to hurt another person with my rights. I'm not intending to hurt another person with my rights. That I'm going to keep myself in check. And that I'm going to honor and respect creation um, according to the laws of the person who gave me those rights. And I think that's why the scriptures are important. I think that's why spiritual lessons and spiritual wisdom is important. And I think that's why the pursuit of such wisdom is the greatest thing that you can pursue in this life because if you want to maintain and keep your rights, we have to possess them in such a way that um, we are worthy to maintain and keep our rights. If I was to be honest, I would say that most Americans this day and age are, are not worthy of the rights that they so vehemently declare for themselves on the streets as they protest. I would say that most people have not done the work, and I would say that most people do not care to do the work because they expect someone else to do it for them. I would say that most people are not responsible for their own inner work, that most people do not do the shadow work that is necessary in order to heal from trauma, that most people do not do the work that is necessary in order to love other people as we have been so called to do according to the laws of creation, to love and honor and respect other people. And a part of loving, honor, and respecting other people is to learn when to speak and when not to speak, to learn when to defend and when to step back. And we, as a, as a whole people, I think we don't know. I think we have it all flipped upside down. And that's unfortunate because you would think that as much history as we, as we have been taught, as many uh, movies that we've seen where we say, if that happened today, I would not stand for it. That would not be, that would not be something I uh, would stand for. And I would fight against that because these reasons, because I know in my heart I'm going to do what's right. And now we are faced with a situation in which people are, have been tricked and so deceived into believing that they are doing the morally righteous thing by, by wearing their masks or by getting their jabs or by getting whatever. And if that's what you want to do, that's great. But do not make it a moral, do not make it a moral thing as if you are better than other people for getting something that you think is good for you. That is not a moral uh, stance that you're taking. Because in, in taking a moral stance, you're saying that everyone who does this is good and everyone who does not do this is not good. That, that is a, a terrible moral stance to, to have with regards to this situation. In my view, in my sight, I find it to be good for people to make their own decisions based on their own personal convictions, their own moral convictions, and to be faithful with what they have been given, but not to use their faith or to use their convictions to try and convince other people that what they are doing is more right or more righteous than what another person is or is not doing. I think that that is improper. And I think that what we have found in the mainstream media, across all news outlets that uh, 
are tricking people and are deceiving and are lying and are causing people. Uh, it's just a religion. That's why how, how I view it. I would say that there are a lot of religious followers of news, media sources and outlets. There are a lot of religious followers of government, of medical uh, practitioners and medical doctors who, uh, who affirm something to be true when evidence states to the contrary. So all that to be said, I didn't mean to really go on that rant, but I wanted to point out that what we do, how we stand for the rights of ourselves and rights of others, it's, it's very clear that we have no practice in doing such a thing. It's very clear that we have no practice and no understanding of, of truly what the law is. We have forgotten what the law is supposed to do. We find justice, and I'll tell you why. It's because we find that we have mixed. We think that punishment equates to justice. We think that putting people in a, in a punished state, making them feel bad by canceling them, making them feel this and trying to control people's actions, we think that that's justice. And that's not justice. And as long as we view and, and see it like that, as long as we do not understand the laws of restitution, as long as we don't, under, don't understand the purpose of the law, the purpose of the government, the purpose of these, these industries, uh, which are supposed to work for us, right? But in, in, inevitably, we have ended up working for these corporations. We have ended up being servants and slaves in servitude to the medical corporation, uh, to, uh, again, Big Pharma, to these news outlets, to, these, to this government, um, this, this de jure government, which rules by tyranny, which rules by force. It's very evil. So that's why we're going to take a look at this Constitution here. The preamble of the Constitution says this. And I have a couple of questions, and I have certain things I understand, and there's certain things I do not understand. Um, I, I will say that whenever the, this was written, I will say that the one big elephant in the room... Um, and I think we'll talk about this once we maybe get done with all six of these points. But the big elephant of the room would be obviously the slavery clause. And uh, I think that America is getting its just punishment for having written a constitution about rights, liberties, God, equal equality, uh, and then having you know their slaves being working for them and all the, uh, you know, the bad stuff that comes with that. To have a constitution that speaks so highly of humanity and God and the laws of creation and our human rights, and then to look so poorly upon a people because of their skin color and what science at that time had declared over a certain people group because of their own discrimination and that's there. I mean, if you want to find um, a reason to question science in general, there's a good reason for you right there. That science at that time said 
that European or white European uh, were a greater and more advanced uh, species were than blacks. That's that's wild. And I, was, I was reading this book called The Black, no, excuse me, The Black Image in the White Mind. I think that's what it's called. There's also another book called The White Image in the Black Mind. And it's interesting stuff, to say the least. But that's a podcast for the nerd time. We're going to go right into this because I need to go eat lunch. We the people of the United States. What is the United States? How is it defined? Because some people say it's these United States and some people say it's the United States. And all I know for certain is, and I don't even know this for certain, I just know that cer- certain people have made this to be a point uh, that the United States is not a nation. And the kind of backup to that point is they say, well, why? Because the United States right, has, has not ever been a nation the founding generation referred to the United States as a plural noun. These United States, because several sovereigns fell under that designation. So St. George Tucker called the United States a federal compact consisting of several sovereign and independent states, right? And they say if this view seems unrecognizable today, it's because nationalism within the United States is dying or dead, and the United States uh, killed it. The United States of America, in the singular, is a country, not a nation. It contains nations within it, but does not itself constitute a nation. Nations involve solidarity among people who share a common culture, language, custom, morals, ethnicity, and history. A country, by contrast, involves political arrangements and governmental territories and boundaries. Hey, man, I think that pretty much sums it up. The United States is not a nation. And um, I don't know. I'd I'd like to hear other arguments uh, on the other side for it. But um, isn't that interesting to find out? That, you know, we the people of these or the United States, in order to, we're going to go right into it, form a more perfect union, right? Because whatever union or whatever they had before, I guess, wasn't working. And so they felt like they needed to form a more perfect union. And I guess that union was supposed to be, um, have the foundation and the principles of freedom, life, and liberty in it. And I think that's a good thing, right? But in practice, it's hard to actually, um, yeah, it's hard to actually see that in practice. To form a more perfect union, to establish justice, the legal definition of justice is the right to be left alone. Unfortunately, this, this establishment of justice is often on the terms of federal law rather than the supreme law of the land, which is the Constitution. Uh, if you don't understand that language, go to my YouTube channel, Nation Garrett, and, and watch um, the video on the franchise and contracts because it's very important to understand because um, there's a hierarchical system that that exists. And uh, unfortunately, many people are on the bottom and of the totem pole. Um, they're at the bottom of the food chain when it comes to justice. In fact, that many Americans uh, who call themselves U.S. citizens uh, don't even realize that by calling themselves U.S. citizens that they have um, essentially 
let go of any sovereignty that they would possess as um, being constitutional, a constitutional citizen, rather than a statutory civil uh, federal citizen. And Proverbs 23, 4 says, By wisdom a house is established, by understanding it is built. The third thing the Constitution is supposed to do is to ensure domestic tranquility. That's just peace. Tranquility is a form of peace. And I think peace comes from disclosure, from knowing what's going on, be not being kept in the dark, not being manipulated by words of art, and uh, by not having people omit the truth uh, of a situation from us. And some people say that ignorance is bliss. I say that only ignorance is bliss if um, people don't want to work if they don't want to do something about it. Only, it's only bliss for those people who are lazy and are not responsible. If you're lazy and irresponsible, ignorance is bliss. If you are responsible and want to work towards a better life and a better future, then um, it's not bliss. It's like, it's terror. It's tyranny. To provide for the common defense is the fourth. In order to provide for the common defense, the defense that is to keep the private and public rights separate. And then, of course, to the protection of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Number five is to promote the general welfare. General welfare. How does um, a person giving me a ticket for parking legally, um, even though my license plate is not registered, because I don't want to be registered, because I don't... Um, want to participate in that and being in uh, having civil laws enforced upon me how does that promote general welfare it, all it does it just makes me um a taxpayer just they just want money from you that's all it comes down to right how does taking money and stealing money from people's pockets how's that promoting the general welfare without their consent no it's called stealing it's called tyranny and lastly, to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish the Constitution of, oh, excuse me, for the United States of America. To secure the blessings of liberty. Liberty. And again, we must understand that freedom is a spiritual concept. It's like beauty. It's like love. Freedom. The concepts of liberty and freedom, they have to be valued. We must value them properly because some people have taken it for granted. And it's important that we don't do that. So altogether, we the people of the United States, I think it's these United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty and justice for ourselves and for our posterity, do hereby ordain and establish this constitution. That is why the constitution was written. If you didn't know why it was written, well, now you know to form a more perfect union, to establish justice, to ensure domestic, domestic tranquility, to provide for the common defense, to promote the general welfare, and to secure the blessings of liberty and justice for ourselves and for our posterity. That's why it was written. So the next time a police officer wants to infringe upon your rights, or next time somebody, a, a tax officer, somebody wants to infringe upon your rights, and you just have to say, well, you swore an oath, right, to the Constitution. And um, so how is this establishing justice? How is this ensuring domestic tranquility? How is this ensuring my peace when I've done nothing wrong? 
particularly if you have done nothing wrong. Um, unfortunately, a lot of these civil statutory laws uh, make people believe that they are criminals when they are actually not. And it's unfortunate when you are um, taught that you are a bad person even though you um, haven't done anything wrong, right? Making innocent people... Uh, making innocent people criminals, searing their conscience, making them feel like they're bad people, that's, that's, um, that's evil. That's terrible. And um, that's what civil statutory law does. So, blessings to you guys. We will see you on another episode.